The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. To Reality, a pop culture, current affairs, and LGBT news-oriented panel discussion series that's dedicated to you. Here are your hosts, Dominion Onyx, Carl Anthony, John Sebastian, and Legionnaire. Well, all right, kids. Uh, Good evening, and welcome to a special political roundtable edition of Reality, exclusively on Poppy Chulo Radio. (laughs) <laughs> Today is Wednesday, August 10th, 2016, and it is time for another extra-large heaping helping of pop culture on demand from your favorite radio station and mine, Poppy Chulo Radio. Honey, honey, I believe that 2016 will go down as one of the blackest years <laughs> on record. It is the year that Negroes finally realized that no one was coming to save us and we have to save ourselves. Mm-hmm. Baby. Mm. How's everyone doing tonight? Awesome. I'm good. I, I'm good. Don't fire yeah. up. Good. Oh well. Good. As as by way of introduction, you all remember uh, our good line sister Carla Stillwell. Well, she's ah. back to Hello. join us in our political roundtable. And she is also going to be the host of the soon-to-premiere sister series to reality called High Tea with Carla Stillwell. Yes! That's going to be fun and festive. Oh, yes, and I can't wait to invite one of you to come on my show. Well, I won't come on the show because it's high tea, but I will. I would appear on the show. And you, uh, hey, oh, you know, Jesus. you are respectable. I shouldn't Thank have even you. asked it like that. Meow, know, meow, I'm, meow. I'm classy. <laughs> All right. So the first thing that pissed me off today, and you know, I'm pissed off if I'm clapping. Mm. Yes. So, Malia Obama was caught at Lollapalooza smoking a joint. 18-year-old... Huh? I don't... I think that's a fake story, but go on. No, it's a real story. It's a very real story. Okay, okay. There's a link to it. There's a person attached to it. It's a real video, and she was actually smoking the joint. She was with this woman named Jerwin... Excuse me, Jordan Selwyn. That's J E R R D I N S E L W Y N. 
I so, know that name. Jern with Jordan has a Facebook page where uh, it's facebook.com slash Jordan.selwyn where she has she posts a picture of President Obama hugging Malia with Janelle Monet in the background and it says someone posts on her page lots of highlights to my weekend but number one was definitely dancing backstage with Malia Obama at the Bryson Tiller concert and so she's got other typical uh, pictures well typical if you're a, a certain kind of uh, person um, on her page and apparently so you know Malia was smoking the joint they were all smoking the joint let's be clear I know for a fact without having been there that they were all no one it wasn't like Malia was the only one smoking but whatever so Jordan apparently pretends like she's taking a selfie while she is recording this video which she then I don't know if she gave or sold to um uh, sold sold to radar to radar online yes of course she sold it so um jordan also has a twitter and it's at jer bear because of course it's at jer bear at j-e-r-r-b-e-a-h-r-r my tweet to her because you know normally i don't tweet because normally i don't get involved but as we've said before it must be a terrible terrible microscope to grow up under as the children of and whether you cared for george bush or whatever i felt equally as bad for barbara and jenna bush because they can be normal teenager and do normal fuck up teenager shit because everybody's eyes were on them on that's them. correct so I said mm-hmm. at Jer Bear. This was on Twitter, and remember, her Twitter is at Jer Bear. So I hope you are finding out that people are not amused by your attempt to grab fame by embarrassing the first daughter. Other people were more succinct. At BBY Naomi says, "Bitch, why you snitching? You trash." <laughs> uh, let's see. At King Pitar, at King underscore Pitar says, at Jer Bear, snitch, bitch. That's the shit I don't like. Um, at Valim Onatistan, at Jer Bear, damn, she deleted her page. I was going to drag her ass. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, listen, I think that everyone should go to Facebook.com forward slash Jordan dot Selwyn. That's J-E-R-R-D-I-N dot S-E-L-W-I-N or go to at Jerbear. J-E-R-R-B-E-A-H-R-R and thank Jordan Selwyn for her public service by exposing Malia Obama for smoking a joint. I encourage you to go and thank her for performing this public service. Uh huh. So poor M- little Malia fell victim to a dark Susan. Dark Susan, yes. A dark Susan. Dark yes. Becky, if you will. A dark yes. Becky. <laughs> Okay, I'm what trying, a, to, I'm trying got, to find her Twitter account. She got punched by Megan. 
she got sucker punched by a Megan. So if you just if you just Google Jordan Selwyn, the Twitter is going to come up. It's going to come up uh, just as a page, and then her the name is going to be in the uh, in the search box. And if you click that, it'll take her take you to her actual page. Mm-hmm. Can, can I can I just say one thing on this? Um, of course. To to be to stand on top rage with my own rage. Mm-hmm. I would have hated to have cell phones when I was 18. Okay. Mm, yeah. I would have hated to even have, and I was a regular old kid doing the same things that this girl is doing. She's at a concert and she hit a split. Like who right. amongst us? Raise your hand. If you have not been 18 at a concert and hit a spliff. Like, I never hit it, but I never smoked at all. But that's almost right. side the point. Exactly. But, 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 but there was something you didn't want your parents to know that you did. At well, 18 oh, years oh. there is that. There <laughs> is that. Oh, yes. My God. And it was way worse Houston than spliff. You know, like, I, I just find... And, and it's funny that the story really isn't getting the news traction that people thought it would get because who cares? Yeah, her Twitter page is gone. This wow. no, that's still there. If you I just click that link I sent you. Oh, okay, cuz I in the Facebook. Cuz she's this she's a disgusting dark Becky. And I hope that the drag the Twitter, Facebook, internet, social media dragging that she gets will be worth it. I hope it was worth it. I hope the little $2,500 that, that you got from it. I, that little $2,500, that $5,000 you might have got, I hope it was worth it. Mm. Because mm. this is oh, this is okay, not well. the Monica, this is not the Monica Lewinsky era where right. everybody's so shocked that somebody had the, the fellatio. Like this is a whole nother thing. There are whole states where marijuana is legal. What you look like is a bully. Wait, and right. wasn't this in Illinois though? Wait, yeah. what? Yes. They were and they yeah, were at Lollapalooza in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, Lollapalooza was here in Chicago. So my follow up question is, is marijuana legal in Illinois? Here's the thing. In Illinois, you can walk with anything under an ounce of marijuana. So if you have a joint you will get ticketed, but you will not, there are no criminal charges. It's a, it's a ticketable, it's a finable misdemeanor. Okay, so basically she smoked a joint, she'll pay a fine, all is well in the world. Exactly. If the police had caught her. Because there's no actual evidence. They can't prove that exactly. what was in that uh, paper was, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's not enough evidence. It could have been a just because If the police Let's say the police had come backstage and smelled right. it. And all of those children that were standing around that one joint would have gotten a $250 fine. Okay. And no criminal record. It's like a daggone speeding ticket here. It's now. a speeding, it's a jaywalking ticket. Exactly. Right. So okay. my point was just that, you know, it was just. I'm not even commenting on marijuana and stuff because I don't really care. I just am like, you know, 
people and their need to be famous <laughs> grabbing on to to this and this poor girl these poor girls because you know Sasha is even younger so you know anything that she does I just would hate I'm and just going to assume that they're still virgins and here's why not because I believe that they should or should not be virgins, but we live in the kind of country where someone will have sex with them and be like, you know what? I just fucked Malia Obama. This is yeah. the kind of country we live in where some dude would get under her skin and got her thinking that she's, you know, the next Hello. thing and she fell in love or whatever. And this dude would fuck her. And I'm sorry to even say, I feel like I'm wrong for even saying those words about Malia, but they're human beings, so we can say those words about them. But my point is, is that they can't even get their heart broke like regular dudes who just want to have right. sex with them and leave. These dudes want to have sex with them, leave, and then profit off of it. And take pictures. And take pictures. Right. This is an episode of Scandal Waiting to Happen. Like right. the, the, these poor girls. The, 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 the Sasha, little Natasha, can't even have a summer job. Right. Right. Without without this 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 big well oh they're wasting the Secret Service money for her to go and take a job from somebody. The parents are trying to teach their children the value of hard work. Mm. This girl can't even learn a life lesson without people right. jip japping and yip yapping. Like it's it's upsetting. When are the children off limits? When are the children off limits? And I agree with you. I thought that God bless the bushes because they've all had some alcoholic issues. But God bless right. them, those girls were in college. Mm. I didn't want anybody following me around when I was in college because I was clowning. I was doing right. a clowny now, clown. <laughs> I could not, I could not, I could not uh, co-sign and raise my hand about the weed, but I can but say who among us has not gotten blackout drunk at least twice in college or in the military or at some point before the age of 25 and are thanking their stars that all of that happened before there were cameras that could capture it. Legionnaire was there the night that I twisted no. my foot at, the, at my birthday party doing the spank and fell asleep in front of the porcelain throne. Oh, so they, I even have a witness on the phone about my shenanigans. <laughs> you put all your business in the street. Listen, I ain't got no business that can't be in the street. Right. Because <laughs> mm. I'm a grown. All right. But so those are children. So let's go to the second thing that pissed me off today. So Lord. bear with me as I uh, as I read this. So, someone who used to be a Facebook friend of mine posted the following. I live in Baltimore, and as a cisgender white gay male, this is going to sound, come across as self-righteous, but so be it. Watching the, Exactly, so we already know. Watching the fallout from the DOJ's report on the Freddie Gray case, I have to say that while the tactics that the police used may have been wrong, it came from the right place. I will say that when the African-American community cleans their neighborhoods, that they react with the grief 
and house cleaning that should take place when their own children are gunned down by, in all caps, other people of color, that they do it when a police officer takes someone in for questioning, knowing that they will come home at least at, uh, last time, um, parentheses, last time I checked, this is not communist China or one of those other third world nations where one gets arrested and appears they don't come as if they don't exist, close parentheses. Then and only then will I say that they are right and the government is wrong. To which I responded, yeah. what the entire fuck, <laughs> not only are you coming across as self-righteous, but woefully ill-informed and arrogant as well. Having a dirty home or a dirty neighborhood does not give the police or anyone else the right to treat people with anything less than the respect they are due as a human being and the rights to which they are entitled as a citizen of this country. Secondly, black on black crime is a red herring. All people are likely to be murdered by people of their own group. The problem is that when a black person kills another, he will be caught, tried, and likely found guilty. But when a perfectly healthy black man got into a police van, he came out with a severed spine, and it apparently was no one's fault. Mm. Third, this may not be a third world country, but Sandra Bland and too many others to name died in police country custody despite no history of mental illness and having been checked on immediately before their departure from this earth. This happens a lot in third world countries, so you make the connection. Lastly, and most importantly, your total lack of understanding and empathy shows that we have absolutely nothing in common. Given that our paths will cross in the future, this girl lives in Baltimore and is part of the leather community, you will do well to keep it cute and avoid me. In your paranoia, do not misconstrue my words as a threat on your life because that is what you people tend to do. I have no desire to ever speak to you again. Wow. First of all, brava. The read, I give it, I give that read a 10. It's an Olympic gold read. Brava. Thank you. And I'm not putting my <laughs> hand over my heart, neither. Oh, uh, hashtag Gabby. Hmm. Um, <laughs> well. I kind of think you said it all, babe. Uh, you know. Wow. Yeah, and then there's that. Honey, that vexed my spirit when I wrote I, when it, I read that. Because it's ridiculous. I just put it on is. my I it's just put on my blog yesterday. Insane. Because my blog yesterday was because racism. Oh, and mm -hmm. also misogyny. Like I'm Come on like, now. I'm not having this conversation with poor uneducated white people anymore mm. about like they keep asking on the news why why is donald trump even in with everything he's done why is he even still in contention because racism oh and also misogyny right say carl what i what i've started saying is i am not your cultural docent huh <laughs> you better say those words 
It is not my responsibility to to point out to you the finer points of what is and is not, what are and are not the ills in our society from a black perspective. It is not my job to be your super Negro. That no, I I will no longer be your cultural docent. Sorry, figure it out for yourself. And I personally am no, I'm no longer coddling white people. I am, I am sipping large 32 ounce oak cups of white tears and eating white tear flavored Doritos. Like this is what I'm on right now. I'm not, because I, I can't give you a pass. At this point, it's willful ignorance. Thank you. At an age where everything is recorded on video, audio, <laughs> police cameras Hell recording it. Po- look, right here in Chicago, this little boy, Paul O'Neill, the police cameras themselves caught the misdeeds of the police. Mm. I know now you're being willfully ignorant. Now you choose to ignore my humanity. Well, no, actually, it's not that they're. It's not that it's now that they're choosing it. But, well, they've always ignored our humanity. They, but now it's now we have proof of it. Now it's blatant. Mm-hmm. So if you are blatantly ignoring my humanity, I am blatantly, I am blatantly coming for your ass with knives, guns, scissors, cutting stabbing through your racism. I'm not doing this. I, I, I mean, it's ridiculous at this point. Oh, yeah. That, that it is. It's sad. It's hurtful because, and it's not hurtful because I need the approval of white people. It's not, that's not why it's hurtful. I have, I have white people in my life that I love and care about. They are decent human beings that, that feel as strongly about these issues as I do. Mm. But there is a culture of systemic racial bias in this country and anyone that accepts it is racist. And I can't co- I can't sugarcoat that for you. Mm-mm. I can't fix that for you. Well, right. Uh, well, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm right there with you because I, I mean, I, I I maintain today and always that that is this is always going to be a problem in our country as long as there are white people in this country who refuse to acknowledge that racism exists in this country and that their complacency contributes to it and the deflection of trying to call minorities racist is just it just <gasps> doesn't work black people in this country can not be racist look up the definition of the fucking word don't <laughs> think black people are racist in america it doesn't exist it's not possible right racism is a combination of privilege plus power black people don't have privilege in this country black people don't have the kind of power in this country that would allow racism to exist with black people black people can be bigoted absolutely 
absolutely. Black people can be prejudiced, absolutely. But don't tell, don't try to turn that shit around and say that because black people in this country are trying to find pride in who they are and trying to find a place in who they are and trying to find validation in their existence in this country to the exclusion of assuaging your white privilege that we are racist. It's not true. It is. It is the big lie. The big lie. So until acknowledge the big lie, this is always going to be a problem. This is and, and I'm always going to and I'm always going. I've decided a long time ago that I am always going to be in a place to challenge that because I have a 12 year old daughter who has to come up and be an adult in this fucking world. Hmm. So, you know what? When you come to me with that bullshit, I'm going to say, no. You know what? If you think that black people can be racist, you're an idiot. You're ignorant. And you will always be that. I don't care how many degrees you are. The shit is bullshit. And I don't, accept, show is good. I don't accept that now or ever. And, 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 and black on black crime, that phrase, is a lie from the pit of hell. I am personally doing a, a, a voodoo ritual around it. I'm pouring out a salt veve. I'm burning candles. And I will sacrifice a chicken to make that turn go away. All the way away. I can't yes. stomach hearing it. And I certainly can't stomach hearing it from my community. Because like Dominion said, it is statistically true that most people's commit crimes in the communities in which they live. Exactly. If you are white, you are more likely to be killed by another white person because that's who lives in your neighborhood. The the problem is the, the racial bias of the media puts crimes that black people commit against black people on the news. In television, we as a people, and you know, I, I'm sorry, I got to call my people to task in this conversation as well, because oh, yeah. we still have people making movies about Chirac. <laughs> we have mm -hmm. black people still comparing the south side of Chicago to Iraq. We got to deal with these issues. No, what you have to deal with is systemic racism in our public schools. You have to deal with crime. You have to deal with poverty. You have to deal with a whole host of social issues. Mm. Now, because and poor people commit more crime. Well, when you have when you have scarce resources and a whole bunch of people after them, that's what happens. So it's the that's what happens. Mm. And and even with that. We also have to take ourselves to task about some of the things that we as a people don't do. <laughs> so, you know, I you I understand poverty. You know, it ain't like we swimming in money out here. Right. Um, I, I grew up in the hood, so it ain't like I don't know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. Yep. But what I will say is as the spouse of a teacher, I have seen what he has to deal with when these kids come to school. Mm-hmm. You know, so yes, while we're talking about black on black crime and how that is an anathema and we should not say it, we do also need to tell our parents, turn off the television. Mm-hmm. There is no reason why Lil Pookie is watching three hours of TV a night mm -hmm. and can't do five minutes of homework. Turn you know, what 
school supplies is is the bane of my existence because how much uh, how much money does your partner you spend out of y'all's pocket? <laughs> Let me okay. So watch this. Watch mm. it. Uh, mm. The school board gives them one hundred and twenty-five. You get one hundred and twenty-five, right, honey? One hundred and twenty-five dollars a year for supplies. One hundred and twenty-five dollars. One hundred and twenty-five dollars a year. So disgusting. For the year, I'm it's sorry. Disgusting. And let me just call it. And let, let me go on and add a caveat onto that. We live in, according to the Census Bureau, the wealthiest county in the nation. <clears throat> but the school board only gives teachers a buck and a quarter every year for supplies. So last Saturday, we were rug shopping. We had to buy rugs for his classroom. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> mm. No, that's no you, what, because depending on the, the age group, you get the rugs that have the letters and the and the right. These are just that plain, you play games with. And right, but these are just plain rugs. So that's you know bucks out the pocket. Right. Literally, Amazon. I, I believe Amazon has us. I, I think we may own stock in Amazon at this point. There are books coming. <laughs> and he does. And I mean, when I tell you, and not only does he buy the books, he is. And and Dominion can attest to how I, I I hit the lottery with this man. I can't even lie. Mm. Um, he turns around after he uses those books in his classroom. He gives them to the school library as a donation, so the, so that kids can read the other kids can read those books. So it's not you know because they they claim that there's no money, but a lot of that is there is. I'm sorry, I don't care what fashion dictates. There's no reason that a seven-year-old needs a $150 pair of tennis shoes. Nope. Hey, I don't even own a $150 pair of tennis shoes. How about I that? own a $600 pair of boots, but I'm also 45 motherfucking years old. <laughs> and, you work, and you work every day. Right. You know, so we got, so, you know, there are some, I mean, from an internal perspective, we do have some house cleaning to do. There's a lot of work to do. There is a you lot know, of work but, to do, but, but none what of that negates do, the fact that there is actual this, systemic oh, there, issues oh, yeah. happening that are undermining our safety and our lives. That black men and women are literally being lynched in the street by police departments across this nation. Oh, you get no argument here. Right. You get no argument. Exactly. Here. Like that. That's yeah. that's that's my problem but, with with this um, this um, dude. Uh, this 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 dark Darth. Uh, uh, what? Darth jo- Joseph, Darth Stephen. That was whoever, <laughs> whoever the hell he is. Like but, with Darth Stephen, you know, it's like you're you're. It does not matter what's exactly. going on in over here because that, there are police that people are paying tax dollars to pay. Yeah, I am paying for my own execution. Exactly. Right. And let us demystify the police. I don't know how long we should be on this or not, but let us demystify. Yeah, we need to wrap thing. it up because we haven't even officially started the show yet. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to say this last thing and I'll be done with it. I, I cannot get into this conversation about all the police and all they give and what they do in their sacrifice because real talk, real stories, it's a job. Mm. And we all have rules when we go to work. And we, we all and we all take on a certain level of responsibility when we go to work. So 
the black and brown communities cannot be crippled by the fact that they, that police may or may not feel threatened because they may or may not lose their life. That is the risk you took when you took that job. Mm. That's not on me. Okay, Say that. Say <laughs> that. I'm done. I've said it. Right. It's been said. So before we get into it, Let's uh let's remind the people that you can download tonight's episode through iTunes. Just search for Reality and subscribe. You can also download the entire Reality Library via poppychuloradio.com/archives. You can like Reality on Facebook by going to facebook.com/forward/slash/pcrreality, and you can follow us on Twitter at pcrreality. You can also follow Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube by going to at Poppy Chulo Radio. You can support reality financially and Poppy Chulo Radio as well by going to GoFundMe.com slash Poppy Chulo Radio. And if you're interested in joining the Poppy Chulo Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor, you can email us at talent at PoppyChuloRadio.com. So, yes, you know what? This is our special political uh, um, show. So let's yes. just dive right into it. Legionnaire, you're up first with the recap of the uh, Republican National Convention, and then we'll all give our thoughts. Ooh. Oh, yes, yes. Um, recapping RCN 2016. We're going to give some highlights. Words, quotes, biggest moments, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, on News Mike, we have some information here that says, as with all things Donald Trump, the 2016 Republican National Convention could hardly be described as by the book. Though at the end of the four-day event, the red, white, and blue balloons fell on the billionaire businessman, now the formal Republican presidential nominee and the path getting there was not without its drama. Oh, Lord, help us. Uh, let's see. Day one, Republican Representative Steve King from Iowa was the first to make waves on the opening day, saying in an interview with MSNBC that he believes white people have been the biggest contributors to civilization. I'd ask you to go back through history and figure out where are these contributions that have been made by these other categories of people that you're talking about? Talking about, Where did any other subgroup of people contribute more to civilization? King said to host Chris Hayes. Yeah. Later on the convention stage, former New York mayor Rudy Giuliani made controversial statements on police brutality and race in America, stating that when police officers come to save your life, they don't ask if you're black or white. They just come to save you. He went on to exclaim that there's no black or white America. There is just America. Yeah, sure. Aww. These comments, however, were later overshadowed by scandals surrounding Melania Trump's speech, parts of which were found to be borrowed. Yeah, <laughs> from Michelle Obama's yeah, from Michelle Obama's 2008 Democratic National Convention address. On Tuesday, Melania's The Trump Campaign revealed Meredith McIver as Melania's speech writing. Over the phone, she read me some passages from Mrs. Obama's speech as examples. I wrote them down and later included them, included some of the phrasing in the draft that ultimately became the final speech. You know what? Let me stop right there. Oh, no. Please don't stop. Uh -oh. Because, because, because no, all, Legionnaire, you can't stop. Because I have that face. You know when you come in your house 
and you smell <laughs> that old chicken package from the night before that face you like oh I look and if you get started we'll never I'll I won't be able you know to what? shut my pie you're, hole you're right so I'm gonna keep it moving please Date thank two. you <laughs> on Tuesday night but we're gonna come back to, there's a bookmark there though oh yeah. yes it's a bookmark it's a bookmark yes Tuesday night, Trump officially clinched the party's presidential nomination, boasting under just boasting just under 500 more than the 1,237 delegates required. Indiana Governor Mike Pence also officially won the vice presidential nomination. House Speaker Paul Ryan announced the GOP's 2016 ticket, striking a somewhat conciliatory note later in his speech, saying, "Democracy is a series of choices. Republicans, we have made our choice." A little bit of shade there. The, the, the roster rounded out with speeches from two of Trump's children, Tiffany Trump and Donald Trump, who I got something to say about her too, uh, who spoke to their father's kindness and compassion as well as his qualifications to be president, said Trump Jr. This is the most important election of our lifetime, one that will determine the future of our country and in turn the future of the world. Yeah. Day three. Ted Cruz made it clear on Wednesday that just because he was making an appearance, <laughs> didn't mean he was going to endorse him. Oh God, that was he so told great. the crowd of thousands to vote your conscience. <laughs> that is, don't vote for Trump. Oh, that was so great. Oh, shady, shady. That was one of the shady. Oh no, we can't. No, no, we can't even discuss these things. The, the reporter Katie Turr tweeted. That Cruz seemed to have gone off script. His original speech was at nine, was at times nine minutes, while the one he delivered went on for a whopping twenty-three. Oh, Trump claimed he was getting on long. Mm. Ben Carson also took the stage with what many saw as a bizarre speech, implying that Clinton admires or at least acknowledges Satan. Quote. <laughs> This is a nation where every coin in our pocket and every bill in our wallets has been God's trust. So are we willing to elect someone as president who has as their role model somebody who acknowledges Lucifer? Think about that. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is, a, this is a man who is a noted neurosurgeon. Mm -hmm. mm. And of course, Laura Ing Ing Ingraham appeared to for a moment salute Hitler. Yeah, God bless you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. Go on, go on. She didn't actually do it, but whatever. All right. The RNC's big finale brought with its sexist comment from Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort, who told MSNBC he believes that women are struggling financially not because of the gender pay gap, for one, but because their husbands can't afford to pay their bills. When Chris Matthews pressed him further, he dodged the question, adding, because they can't afford lives anymore. That's the point. To some people, it's just it's a matter of jobs. Later, PayPal co-founder Peter, Peter Thiel slammed the GOP for his anti-gay messages, accusing Republicans of starting culture wars, fake culture wars, which, of course, only Trump calls out. He then told the crowd that he's proud to be gay. Then there was the big one, the Trump speech who accepted a nomination to rock his cheers, chants, applause, and delivered his address with the gusto that's become the, his signature, hitting such topics as ISIS, immigration, and jobs. Came down, on, came down hard on, Clinton, on Senator Clinton, as expected, but gave a surprising shout-out to Senator Bernie Sanders, saying that the system was rigged against the Democratic candidate. He went on to say that he expects not just Sanders supporters, but millions of Democrats to join the Trump movement. 
my opponent asks support as her supporters to recite a three-word loyalty play, pledge excuse me it reads i'm with her trump said i choose to recite a different pledge my pledge reads i'm with you the american people god help us all this water show is good okay so y'all know i watch anybody that's friends with me on facebook knows I watched the RNC and the DNC like it was a movie. Like I was sitting up in here with popcorn. I had drinks. It was terrible. I was all in this, all up in here. And, and before you go on, I just want to say I wanted to catch this shit show. So I managed to, to see it across the ocean back in the motherland. <laughs> That's right. On the days you I had rehearsal. It. I, 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 I DVR'd it and came home and was up till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning watching because I, I needed to know. Yeah, because I knew it was going to be shenanigans, and of course, there were shenanigans. I call shenanigans. Um, one, two, three, shenanigans. Yes. Yes. But, I, but I'm sorry, my sister. Please continue. No, no, no. So, okay. So, I watched this Ishkate, like it was the Olympics. And when I tell you, this was the most disorganized. Like, I'm just, because y'all know I'm in theater. Y'all know I'm in the theater. I do the performance stuff. From an actual production standpoint. What? The they, entire fun. What the entire, what the... They were showing speeches of motherfuckers who, like, it was the pro wrestler who said, I, uh, I, 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 he came, Trump came to one of my shows, and that's how I know he's a decent person, because he was mm. at a wrestling match. Like, this happens. But yeah. can we talk about the, the E-list actors? Scott I mean, I thought the motherfucker was dead. I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Mm. And oh, Antonio and Antonio Sabado Jr. An Italian. <laughs> Antonio Sabado Jr. <laughs> the Italiano. And, and let me tell you, I'm mostly watching on MSNBC because Rachel Maddow gives me life. Honey, <laughs> she drags. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> because every time she said, I think this is the first, um, this is the first, uh, a Republican convention where there were two soap opera stars in one in one convention. I was like, I want to stab you and punch you in the eyeball. Mm. I want to punch Rachel in the eyeball. I was like, no, you can't say that. <laughs> Stop being shady. Mm. She because... drags full of children. <laughs> so, jo uh, so where do we begin? Where do we begin to unpack? Oh. Because it's so much. Well, for me, from a policy perspective, uh, nothing was interesting. The same uh, trickle-down economics, voodoo economics that have mm -hmm. not worked since they called worked. it voodoo economics. That's what they call it. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's the bullshitty. It is um, bullshitty. And uh, you know the whole. Second Amendment, you know, the, the Democrats are trying to take away your Second Amendment rights, blah, 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 fear, you know, fear the black man, you know, um, that all of that 
uh, it, it was just you know and and not only that the the tone the 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 absolute i mean you talked about it earlier carla the 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 racism and the misogyny in mm. that room mm -hmm. was palpable you could literally cut it with a knife right and serve it right you know right. anytime you know i don't you know hillary clinton is not the perfect candidate I'm no she her. is not we well, i think mm -hmm. we can all raise our hand and agree that tt hillary is a bit shady as she panders ain't she, she no 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 she's shady as hell she's shady as hell that's true, she that's true. Shady. let's let's call call it what it is she yes. is shady she's shady but, as she panders right and and but if you, you can't be a politician if you don't pander let's be real that's real I mean, Bernie Sanders just bought a six hundred thousand dollar lake house this week. <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to we'll get to that during the DNC recap. Yeah, right. when I start talking, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but from but you know, I don't care what you think about a politician having people chant things like "hang the bitch," you know, right. "kill the bitch." You know, lock her up. Using lock her the, up. the word bitch right. at the, the convention where right. you are nominating the next leader of the free world is in and of itself a terrible thing. How about what, this? What is it, bro? What is a it? The terrible. It's, a wet... it's terrible. Uh, not, no, no. Ter not terrible. Terrible. Not terrible. It's a terrible. terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. With an hey, H and a I U. mean, that people are just like, you, I mean, listen, you can disagree with Hillary all you like. Right. Right. But, you know, we, and, 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 you know, listen, you know, the fringe is, it, the fringe is the fringe. But when the fringe has become the middle. Right. That's the problem. You know, when, yeah, when, when you are egging, on, when your nominee is egging on people who say, not only that she should be jailed, because that kind of hyperbole goes with uh, with any campaign. You know, they always want to say people have been saying Hillary Clinton should be jailed for years. They said that about Obama. They said that mm -hmm. about Bush. True. Then they said that about the first Clinton. They said that about Reagan. They said that about the other Bush. They didn't say that about uh, Jimmy Carter, JFK. I mean, they have always said that. So saying that some politicians be jailed is not a thing. But to call right. this woman a bitch, to be burning her in effigy, to be suggesting mm -hmm. all of the vile and horrible things that should be done to her is beyond the pale and, you know, well, not appropriate. There's for no pale her. left. Mm -mm. Did we did we see the buttons, gentlemen? Did we see the buttons that were out there? If you, oh uh, yeah, I, I I glanced over them. A, mm -hmm. a vote for Hillary is two small breasts, two huge thighs, and it's a KFC order or something. One of the buttons said, "Right." It was mm. disgusting. It was disgusting Very. and completely. Let me tell you, I have always been. I'm kind. I'm more of a liberal centrist than I am completely left and progressive. That's just that's really the truth about myself and I've always thought that if Colin Powell were to decide to run for office for the president mm -hmm. I would vote Republican I get him I understand him because he is a com 
he's a fiscal conservative, but he is a, he is socially very liberal and connected, mm-hmm. which we'll is why about- right. Colin Powell. Oh, yes. So I say that to say, I'm not that person that's like, oh, Republicans are bad. All oh, Democrats are good. Because that's a lie. We all know right. that liberal, there's some liberal whites that have done way more harm to the cause than anybody else. <laughs> that whole so, that I went to it, that I gave it to on Facebook a little while ago is exactly, one of Exactly. Exactly. So I'm not here to say that we should not have high political discourse and that things don't get contentious or heated. In the 2008 campaign, Barack and Hillary did that. They went at each other. Mm-hmm. Fist was swinging, but there the line was never crossed into right. racism or misogyny into disrespect. Well, it was crossed a little bit. Well, no, you here's, no, here's, here's the thing about Hillary. They, her and her husband thought they had earned the black vote. They just were stunned for a minute. They was confused. You know, they got it together. I don't think that was coming. No, from they did. Know. I mean, I'm not saying that they no, didn't. No, I, 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 I'm just saying. Or with the message, coming... but you know, for a minute, she was trying. She she put it out there. She tried it she to see if she tried to say some crazy racist shit, like little racism, not like Donald Trump. Donald Trump gave gives you big racism. Capital <laughs> She, Hillary was trying to give you little bit racist and Hillary was and went over and everybody looked at her and was like, girl, what is your problem? And she checked that, but it never got wholly disrespectful. Even though I didn't right. vote for her, none of the time, I wasn't mm. going to vote for her. Even though I knew where I was, I never felt like I had to go, like, if, like, if this broad is president, I got to lead the country. I've never felt right. that. I but have it, as as legionnaire when we, when we walking around legionnaire when we walking around <laughs> Toronto it was like you know who would live here just a nice place this a nice place they okay. the grocery store is right here <laughs> they go to sex club right down the street the beach is like thirty minutes away I could live here like I I just never Mitt Romney disgusted me like he made my whole soul rip mm. on the inside i can't stand paul ryan i want to punch his stupid face every time i see him on the tv there are a he's lot of republicans he's that smug he's that's smug. what it is paul ryan is smug smug like there are a lot of republicans that i feel that way about i feel that way about ted cruz i feel that way about many of them but ted i've never cruz looks like skin itch he, mm. he he makes me itch in other places too. Like I think every time he speaks, I get a yeast infection. Like I really. I was getting ready to I say that. I swear to God, I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> I think every time he opens his mouth, I get a yeast infection. Uh, uh, but I think. But that you were never ready to lead a country behind it, though. Exactly. If Mitt right. Romney had won, God thank the Lord he didn't. But if he had, I would just sit around, bitch, like I did when Bush won. Hmm. But I did not feel unsafe. I did not feel like, well, this mug gonna win and then it's open season on my black ass. I didn't, I never felt that way. That whole RNC, that whole convention made me feel that way. Mm-hmm. 
it made me sit up and look. I at the end of the convention, I was like, "Damn, we live in a fucked up country." Yeah, I mean, hmm. and by fucked up, I mean like if everything that they said is true, this is a terrible place to live. I mean, people are, are killing each other in the streets. The military ain't worth a damn. Uh, you know, uh, Mexicans are pouring over the border like in World War Z. I mean, it's just terrible. This is just a terrible place to live. Yes. And I, you know, I clearly I didn't actually think that way, but I was like, well, if you believe, I mean, you know, dumb people, you know, that's why they call dumb because hmm. they can't, they don't see stuff. So I'm like, you know, dumb people are like, yeah, this is a terrible place. It is. So now, uh, uh, John Sebastian, why don't you give us uh, the recap and, and lead off the thoughts on the DNC convention? So, well, to start off with, history was made on that Thursday evening when the, sec the former Secretary of State and former Senator from New York and former lady and former first lady of arkansas hillary rodham clinton formally accepted the democratic nomination for to be the president of the united states of america making her the first woman to be nominated by a major u.s political party this historic moment at the democratic national convention in philadelphia capped off a rousing four days of powerful speeches protests and you got it celebrity appearances day one First Lady Michelle Obama was arguably the outstanding speaker of the night. She asked voters if they wanted Clinton or Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump to lead the country, positioning them as positive role model and a hateful bully, respectively. In a powerful moment, Mrs. Obama reflected on the country's progress. Quote, I wake up every morning in a house that was built by slaves, she said. And I watch my two daughters, two beautiful, intelligent, black young women playing with their dogs on the White House lawn. And because of Hillary Clinton, my daughters and all our sons and daughters now take for granted that, the, that a woman can be president of the United States. Another great speech on that Monday night came from 11-year-old Carla Ortiz. Ortiz was born in the U.S. to undocumented immigrant parents and she described the fear she lives that her parents might one day be deported. I don't feel brave every day, Ortiz said. Most days I'm scared. I'm scared at I'm scared at any moment my mom and dad will be forced to leave. And I wonder what if I come home and find it empty. Hmm. Meanwhile, the Bernier bus protesters vowed not to support Clinton. They're are fueled by <laughs> leaked emails suggesting the Democratic National Committee was biased against the Vermont senator. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh God! It feels so, like I smell tuna. It well, let's feels bookmark like I smell that. Well, let's tuna. bookmark that bookmark, food. Let's get going. Mm -hmm. All right. On July on Tuesday the twenty sixth, we met the mothers of the movement, mothers whose black sons and daughters have been killed by police and gun violence. The group talked to about Clinton's criminal justice platform and why Black Lives Matter. You don't stop being a mom when your child dies, Lucy McBath, the mother of Jordan Davis said. I lived in fear that my son would die like this. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. America Ferreira and Lena Dunham showed up, told a couple lame jokes. Ha ha. The, <laughs> the night, however, ended with a speech from my daddy in my head, Big <laughs> Willie himself, Uncle, the Uncle president Will. of the United no, States. Not Big Willie. <laughs> Big Willie, Uncle Will. Uh, William Jefferson Clinton. Okay. All right. So what did my daddy say? My daddy said, my daddy said she always wants to move the ball forward. That's who she is, while describing his wife as a change maker. Though his words resonated with many, some called out the former president for having pushed conservative criminal justice measures during his time in office. We're going to put a bookmark there as well. Yes, yes. Yes. Ah. Mm. Uh, Wednesday was an emotional night for the DNC and speakers and, and viewers alike. Christine Leonian, whose son, Christopher Drew Leonian, was killed alongside his boyfriend in the shooting in Orlando's Pulse, Pulse nightclub. And she spoke about the importance of gun control. The weapon that murdered my son fires 30 rounds in one minute, she said tearfully. Mm. On stage. Um, mm. Other gun control speakers included Erica Smogelski, whose mother Dawn died in the Sandy Hook shooting, and Felicia Sanders and Polly Shepard, who survived the Mother Emanuel shooting in Charleston, South Carolina. Can we put a bookmark in this section as well? We're just going to bookmark yes. this whole damn thing. Mm. Um, <laughs> then, won't he do it? Won't he will? Really won't? Really won't? I got three bookmarks so far. The DNC and <laughs> Bernie, Clinton One's crime record, and Charleston. Okay. All right. Then came the political heavyweights. Uh, Clinton's running mate, Senator Tim Kaine, Tim Kaine, my senator, who assumed the role of America's dad and Uncle Joe himself. Yes! And uh, President Barack <gasps> Hussein Obama! Oh, Ian Obama today! The president said the following Racist. words, you know? You know, nothing truly prepares you for the demands of the Oval Office. You can read about it, you can study it, but until you sat at that desk, you don't know what it's like to manage a global crisis or send young people into war. But Bill, but Hillary has been in the room. She's been a part of those decisions. She knows what's at stake. Don't move. Uh, uh, that don't move, that has to be. Don't boo. Vote. <laughs> Obama's Obama's moving remarks left some viewers in tears, and they pleaded for him not to leave the White House. The mm. speech was so the speech was so <laughs> epic. Republicans loved it too, and even Donald Trump was left speechless. Mm. And let's not forget mothers uh, showing up at the end of the night in that cobalt blue pant that cobalt mm. blue mm. pant suit. Mm. And, and can we put a bookmark? Yes. On Hillary's feather in the back of her head, cause Michelle sent her hairdresser over there, cause her feather was in. Auntie Hillary feather Baby. was in. All right. <laughs> so we so, already we're already going to cover that on the best look, so that'll be your. You oh, okay, through. okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, cause I need to talk about that feather. Okay. <laughs> 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 Day four, mm. 
Sarah McBride became the first transgender American to speak at the DNC. Yes. That's I, I that that's that's enough right there. That just <laughs> that. Mm. <laughs> However, one of the night's most talked about moments was a speech by Kazir Khan. Yes! My uncle, my Hansan Humanyan. S.M. Khan was a member of the U.S. military and one of 14 Muslims who died serving the country in the decade following the September 11, 2001 terror attacks. In a memorable moment, Khan, a self-described American Muslim, patriotic American Muslim, pulled out a copy of the U.S. Constitution from his pocket, held it in the air, and asked Trump if he's read it. Oh, God. I, I ran in a You know I want to do the accent, right? Mm. But I can't. I, I ran Donald Trump consistently. A circle. I'm you ran a Jesus. Honey, I, 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 shout, I was shouting. Actual circle. Donald okay. Trump consistently smears the character of Muslims, content. He disrespects other minorities, women, judges, even his own party leadership. Donald Trump, are you asking Americans to trust you with your future? Let me ask you, have you even read the United States Constitution? I will Mm. gladly lend you my cup. And the church said amen. And the church said amen. Finally, finally, Mother Clinton made her acceptance speech. In that white suit. Oh, honey. Yes, we'll she talk was about that. Snatched. I'm sorry. Continue. She was she was introduced <laughs> by her daughter, Chelsea. Oh. I cried. Tonight, Chelsea said we sorry. Tonight, Chelsea said, we've reached a milestone in our nation's march toward a more perfect union. First time that a major party has nominated a woman for president. Standing here is my mother's daughter. And as my daughter's mother, I'm so happy this day has come. And I cried. When I tell you I cried from the time, cause I had a mama, my mama's gone. She's been gone 17 years, but me and my mama was good like that. And when I tell you, I felt like that girl, this is, this is the thing about humanizing people. When I tell you, I felt like that girl loved her mother, and I felt like no matter what Hillary has or has not done politically, she's not a devil. Because of that speech, I cried the whole thing. I cried through the whole speech. Because I've loved my mother like that. And that was real. It was honest. It was good. I'm sorry. I'm still talking. Mm. It, it was. It was. It was. It was great. It was a great moment. The whole, the, the whole weekend whole... was wonderful. Cause look, you know, some people were in their feelings about the rah rah American, you know, go American nature. But I was fine with it because I am that person that gets choked up at the national anthem when mm. when, they, when it's hey, when it's sung right when it's sung right, right when it's sung right. You know, and some right is a variety of ways. You know, it ain't always mm. got to be Pat Bell or right. um, Whitney Houston, but you know, it's just the words that I be, I be going, I go in for the mm. national anthem. 
you know. So I was like, yes, you know, you can. I mean, you can love this country and still call it out on its foolishness and be like, I am so. You know, I. You're like, oh, is there a lot of things wrong with this country? Yes, but there's a lot of other places that are so much worse. And if you've Mm -hmm. ever traveled outside of the country, if you've ever been anywhere else. You come back to America and you be looking at the ground like, bitch, if I didn't want SARS, I would kiss you. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> right. like ooh. I'm glad to be home, Jesus. It's... Here's, here's the thing about the DNC. The first thing is that it was packed. It was packed to the guilds. That um, convention center, every single day of, of taping was packed to the gills and it was a sea of color mm. there were ev- there was every kind of human being you can imagine that was the america i live in those as opposed the- to as opposed to the republican national committee where mm. there was 0.007 percentage of people of color so less than one. They, they kept showing every three ne- the three Negroes that were there, and they the two every camera shot. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and the two was, There were twenty four out of the twenty out of the twenty four hundred delegates. There were like ten who were of color. Mm. I, I did the math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Shout out to Ann Creveling. <laughs> at all, I did yes. the math. Because when show you, your work, show you, your work. <laughs> when you looked at the DNC, because you know Legionnaire knows what neighborhood I live in, and I yes. used to live in Hyde Park, and I purposely put myself and live in places where it's everybody. Mostly because I'm a fat ass and I like different people food, but. <laughs> Because we're not, America is truly supposed to be a melting pot, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's better when you're around different people. And that convention, from the speakers to the audience to the performers, with, with the exception of Alicia Keys, who I just really want to sing on note one time. Um, you mean Alicia Finding? Alicia Finding Keys? I call her Alicia off keys. I call her Alicia off key. Um, singing with the exception of Alicia Keys singing in them M sharps and them L minors. Um, everything about that was the America that I want to live in. But you and know, I, but you know what? But even no. with her, even with her M M minor sharps <laughs> and her W and her W flats. Cause she be in W fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even, even with that. It's still a part of the America that I, it's not Excellent. perfect. Yes, yes. It's mm-hmm. not. Yes. Perfect, but yes. it's ours. But it's ours. Like everything about it. Everything about well, that convention. Cause I I was having a conversation with a friend of mine years ago, and they were like, you know, Negroes are the most patriotic people on the earth. We believe in the American dream because we oh, have we to. Oh, we, we got we to because we built this. We got to, right? 
So we believe when, this shit. When people were talking about, oh, the DNC convention was so rah-rah. Hell yeah, it was rah-rah. I was mm. in this motherfucker like, yes, bitches. This is a great America. place to live. Right. And that, that, mm. Of course yes. it was rah-rah. And you know what? That's because I am, a, I am at the bottom of everything beneath the layer of pessimism and, and fat and more pessimism and even more fat <laughs> is someone who is optimistic about the promise of America and knows that despite all of its flaws, I would rather live here than anywhere else. Think of anywhere else in the world that yes. you might want to live and I can tell you something fucked up about it. Right. Hmm. Something systemic, systemically fucked up yes. that can't change in the way that we can change things here. Right. Exactly. And, yep. Yep. And it it was it was it was the feel good event. I was calling it the Oscar Globe Golden Globe uh, Academy. What, what was I calling it? The Oscar Globe. Uh, Grammy uh, Tony's like you they pan through the audience I was like oh that's Tony Goldwyn oh is that American Fiera oh is that Cicely Tyson like it mm. was that's to see him going to a restaurant here in town a couple weeks ago right <laughs> it was it was star studded it was amazing product again I'm a theater person I'm an artist I'm an artist the production quality was 100%. When that glass ceiling broke, when Hillary showed yes. her little face. Yes, okay. Like, oh, baby. I said, bitch. <laughs> Did you have to go all the way down <laughs> into your lower register? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were, let me tell you, when, when that happened, we were in Lexington, uh, we were in Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And when that thing broke, I started, I literally just started sobbing. Mm. And of course, my husband is like, what the hell is wrong with you? I was like, just shut up and go with the moment. <laughs> shut up and go with the moment. I know you don't understand. Think of this as church. I'm right. having a moment. Right. I might break out in the shout. Just go, just go with it. You'll be all right. So, uh, <laughs> but it was, that was... That had to have been one of the most amazing things that I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I felt the same way that the first time when they put the the block of presidents up and then they put Barack's little brown face. Yes. <laughs> when yes. I saw <laughs> this whole thing, the block of Barack's face and then that glass ceiling broke. I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. My niece is a 21-year-old bioarchaeology major with a with a forensics minor. What the hell is that? Mm. Baby, this little hooker want to study the bones and the shits and she might want to go into forensic sciences. I don't know what the hell do. She, I don't know. She's smart. Right. Smarter than I am. <laughs> She's smarter right. than most mother fruckers. And then, and I saw that, and that's what I thought about. I thought about my baby. Like, my little girl is going to think, I can do all this, I can do all this science, and one day I can do this political science, and I can do blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm. Like it was the same kind of symbolic um, joy. Yes. Yes. It was a moment. It was a moment. Girl, can and we pause? For, can we pause for? Oh, finish your thought, and then we're gonna pause for just one second because something just came across my desk. Mm. Well, I, I what, think I know what it is. Well, my thought was. No, you Rock, don't. <laughs> what okay. Rock said is that I was I was in this battle. I was in this heated battle with her in 2008, and she was doing everything I was doing. But like Fred Astaire said, she was doing it backwards and backwards in in heels. Mm. And when he looked at the audience and he said, she is probably the more qualified than me, than you, Bill, than mm-hmm. anybody who has ever run mm. for the United States presidency. Not, not me, not Bill, not nobody. Right. And he actually said, not nobody. I was like, oh, that's the blackest thing he's ever said. He, <laughs> and he said some black ass shit as president. <laughs> uh, but, but, say, but that the fact that we, yes, yeah, she's shady. Yeah, oh, she, she, did some, she did some shit. She she ain't she ain't one hundred percent. But what politician is? But the truth is, she is more qualified than anybody exactly. who has ever run for this office. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, pause. Go. It's not important. It just had to do. It's just that <laughs> it's the I Rio Olympics. I'm like, girl, uh, the pools are turning green and shit. I'm yes, like, the dive pools are turning green. I'm like, how? Do, and then they're like, how does a pool? So I get if you're slipping, swimming in the ocean, right? But how does a pool that's supposed to have like chlorine and shit in it? How does it get algae? And they said. There's a proliferation of algae, primarily due to a due due to heat and a lack of wind. But the pool like, right next to it is crystal blue. Why? Mm. Because Brazil is bootleg. Those motherfuckers. Everything. You know, I remember three years ago when, when, when okay, so it was like right after the last Olympics, and me and my best friend were like, you know what? We should go to Rio for the Olympics. That would be mm. cute. I am so glad I did not spend money on that because I would just be sitting in my sitting in my hotel room rocking back and forth like trying not to touch nothing like girl. I'm like girl I'm not going because I can get Zika. I can't miss it. I can't drink the water. I can't eat the food. I can't breathe the air. I can't go in. I mean there's nothing that you can do there that is not going to fuck you up in some way. And here's the thing, and this is um, the rainy season. This is like the tropical rainy season in all of those places. So people are sitting out trying to watch Venus and Serena play, trying to watch some shit outside, and a whole big ass cloud comes over. They couldn't play. They couldn't play water polo today because the wind came and took the ball. Like it's just. Stupid. Mm, just and Brazil is bootleg. It's bootleg. Mm, real bootleg. It's super bootleg, and they have done nothing to deal with the actual issues in the country. So the people that live there are still in distress. Yet and still. 
And in the mm. Olympic Village, there are people that did not have a toilet when the Olympics started. Thank you. Right. Mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, but let's get back to these bookmarks. So the first bookmark was the DNC and Bernie. We got two minutes. Call us <gasps> start. I want to punch all these Bernie and Bus people in the face. I'm glad they got over it. It was, he lost by the numbers. And it was clearly a sea of white people who were, it was just, it was the uh, RNC, but in reverse. Mm -hmm. It was white people, tree huggers. We're not voting for her because of blah, blah, blah. Bitch, you ain't got shit to lose if that crazy motherfucker gets an office. Shut up. I'm done. John Sebastian, anything you want to add? Well, all I have to add is he's not a Democrat. So, <gasps> do, 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 do. Uh, Boop. Go on. I'm done. Right. That sure. was my big thing. Was like, girl, um, Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat. So, listen, he's not a registered Democrat. He never decided that he was going to be a Democrat. So, I don't feel like the DNC was under any obligation to uh, treat him with kid gloves. You know, so, fuck that. Now, did I believe Debbie Wasserman Schultz needed to go? But, yes, she needed to go for a number of other reasons mm. not related mm -hmm. directly to this. So, fuck her. And he nah. was the one who put Hillary over the top. Basically, he short-circuited the whole thing. He kind of he shafted his own people because he gave that speech talking about we'll wait for the votes to come in. And then basically, he uh, was the one who said that they, they accept her nomination by acclamation. Mm -hmm. So... He actually just said, fuck it. Is that? You know, he, his... Oh. his his white oh, male privilege started showing. Mm, it oh shit now. Okay, so I'm you know, I'm 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 assuming the role of veteran newsman, it seems. Oh my word. Uh, Mark Foley has been spotted at a Trump rally. Now, for those of you who don't remember who Mark Foley is, Mark Foley is the former congressman from Florida who got in trouble about six or seven years ago for um, asking little boys that are under the age of 18 to send them pictures of their peens. Oh, and he would review yeah. the same. And he was in charge. He introduced the bill on the Hill about protecting children from predators. <laughs> mm. Look at that. So Get he God. Look at look at look at Jesus. So um so yeah so Mark Foley is now at a Trump rally. I'm waiting on I'm waiting. On, I, I supposedly have other uh, news coming through. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. But uh, back to the story at hand. Back to you in the studio. Um, can 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 we take a moment to bask in the glow of the great and powerful magical Michelle Obama? Oh, yeah. From the DNC. Jesus. Can I feel her warmth on my skin for a moment? Mm. As a little black girl from the South Side, actually, Michelle and I were raised in the same neighborhood in South Shore. Mm. Can I tell you how hard I cried when she was out there giving those speeches? 
saying those words and talking about unity and the mm. slaves in the White House and her girls and her daughters and how important a moment that was. And I don't know if this is the right segment, but can we talk about how snatched she was in that blue dress and how mm. laid her roller set was? Ooh, yes. Because this is, and here's the thing and that, that I need. And that sad part with the little sweet that just across the eyebrow. And the collar. And, and the new collar. Yes. This is, and this is, this is a very black thing. Here's the thing. Part of being a black woman and part of the respectability, the respectability plot, um, politics that have been heaped on us is the way you look and just the fact that she's always everything that's coming out of her mouth is 100% on point and that she looks so good doing it I have to just give the three snaps in a circle and then one over my head <laughs> yeah, I just just uh, over the head like it's she was so beautiful and so eloquent and so on point and so patriotic again back to the whole uh, air in that convention center she was so America rah rah it was beautiful you know what though lovely. and Honey, that hair, okay, that hair was laid, and that, what shade of blue did she wear? Cobalt? Blue dress? They, oh, they were wearing that cobalt blue. Didn't Honey, cobalt like, was, oh. that was the color of the convention. It, it was the she, color of the convention. Because her, her dress matched the podium yes. and the background, because you know I'm looking yes. at the picture right now. Of course. <laughs> And that they, I don't know how they did it, but them winches wore it out. Oh, wore wore everything. Wore it out, wore it out. And then so. my and my uncle, um, <laughs> my uncle Joe Biden. <laughs> when Joe broke out malarkey, I said, "Oh, it's, 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 it's. yeah." Y'all, y'all are going off script now. That's supposed to be part of the best and worst moments now. Y'all need to okay, well, okay, well, so okay, sorry, best sorry, sorry. All right, so best speech. Okay, so best speech. Best speech. No, 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 no. We forgot these bookmarks. We got two more bookmarks. Clinton oh, and Crime and Charleston. Clinton and okay. Crime, John Sebastian. 30 seconds. That community, the black church community, it's in particular, has to take itself to task because the 1994 crime bill was a direct response to the crack epidemic. And oh my God, what are we gonna do? We gotta do something. Mm -hmm. And now, now, 20 years later, we are looking back with Mark. Yep. Okay. Anything to add, Carl or Legionnaire? Nope, nope exactly that, that, what he said. That hit it. <laughs> Charleston. Uh, I believe that was John Sebastian's bookmark. 30 seconds. No, it wasn't. That was Carla's bookmark. Oh, Carla, okay. seconds. My whole bookmark on all of those speakers, especially the Sandy Hook um, daughter of the mother that was killed. Um, she was brilliant in her um, attack on assault rifles and this idea that this is, that these are recreational guns and 
this is something that we don't need to address. She was brilliant, just her political argument. The, the, the mothers from the church in Charleston, tears everywhere every time they open their mouth. But Sandra Bland's mother. Oh my God. Sandra Bland's mother. That prayer service that she held. Cause that was the okay. opening speech at prayer breakfast. Why you bullshit? <laughs> the her, the way that she spoke, the eloquency with which she spoke, in the face of what you know she's been through, and then um, Jordan's mom, and then Trayvon's mom hit me really in the deep part of me when she said, "I did not want to be here. I don't want to be here. <laughs> this is not what I want to do." But I have to trust in this position. I was in tears. I was in a wet, snotty mess the whole gun control night. I was just snot boogering the whole thing. It was brilliantly laid out. Now comes the time when we vote. So you are allowed to nominate one and give a, 10 se uh, a 15 second nominating speech and then we will all vote. So first, this and this is this is regardless of convention, uh, you know. So the DNC or the RNC convention, uh, best speech. Who is your vote for best speech, Carla, as our special guest co-host? Um, I say Barack Obama and I say President Obama because he did something that no sitting president has ever done. He sat, stood at the DNC, and he full-throatedly um, endorsed the upcoming um, Democratic nominee. And it was brilliant. Okay. Mm. So Carla has Obama. All right. Uh, John Sebastian. I, for the best speech, I nominate <sighs> Vice President Joe Biden. <laughs> Strictly on the use of the word malarkey. Yes. Yes. Uncle Joe dropped malarkey. That's that's my nomination. He <laughs> dropped it. <laughs> like it was hot. Legionnaire. Um as as a veteran of the US military, I, I have to give my vote to Mr. Kizir Khan. Yes. yes. I, I loved how lovingly he spoke of his son's patriotism and dedication to defending this country. And I also like his he had an intelligent read. Yes. And an yes. intelligent read pulled out his US Constitution out of his pocket. Asking if Donald Trump read it. I, that, that, and his that, poor wife, that, I that felt so nothing, bad for her. There was nothing like that moment for me. And, and mm. you know, and to watch, and to watch this man and his wife, you know, try to speak to the fact that, you know, yes, we, we are Muslim, but we are Americans. We are proud, patriotic Americans. My son and has defended this country. hate that they even have to say the word exactly. patriotic. Exactly. As if it was in question, right? Exactly. So yeah, that that's that's, and I and I love the other speeches that that my co-hosts have nominated, but but that one hit me most personally. Yeah. 
Well, I believe the vote will go to uh, Joe Biden because it was malarkey. <laughs> when he said and malarkey, I stood up <laughs> off of my sofa and was like, yes. And then when he was just like, we are, we are Americans. We never, ever, 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 ever quit. I was like, God damn. I mean, it was just, it was just for the sheer passion of it. And the, you know, when he said, you know what my problem is? I say, um, I believe everything I say, and I say everything I believe. <laughs> mm. I, when he said that, I was like, oh, well, he's got my vote. So, mm. uh, John, uh, Joe Biden wins for best speech. I, I, I don't think that I can argue with that. Uh, I, I, I think I can accept that, that, this, that he is the winner. Uncle Joe did say, this is a malarkey. That's a bunch of malarkey. malarkey. And and the other, right, because we other, all know what he wanted to say. You know he <laughs> did. This is some old bullshit. This is some bullshit. Right. I, I believe that it's he like left the stage. God love him. God bless him. He left the stage. He went backstage. He was like, fuck that motherfucker. And somebody you know he gave him a shot. Rightness pussy. Lynn Levitt. Rightness pussy. He had like 18-year-old scotch right behind that. You know and Dr. Did. Jill Biden was standing there like, honey, calm down. He was like, no, I hate that motherfucker. I hate that bastard. <laughs> Babe, I'm telling you, malarkey <laughs> is the word of the century. It is Ooh, the right. word of the century. He got <laughs> down with malarkey, baby. It was great. All okay. right, so let's let's move on. Carla. Oh, so, so actually, next category. Worst speech. Carla, you're first. Well, Donald Trump, his speech was horrid. First of all, from a performance standpoint, he was on one note the whole damn two hours he was up there. I mean, what was it? it was like an hour, 20 minute speech. He was on one note. His speech went over by 25 minutes and he talked about absolutely nothing. He gave no plans for the future. He gave no policy specifics. He um, in, enacted scare tactics and any like high school debate team would not have allowed that to go on. It's horrible. Right. Uh, John Sebastian. Well, my vote goes to Scott Bayo. There's nothing like an E-list actor showing up at a political convention, making a speech, and then after the speech, getting his ass reamed by a black woman who oh. fucked him with a fist and no lube. Tamron Hall. Paying a lot more attention to Tamron Hall lately because I thought that she was just, you know, mm -mm. fluff. Mm -mm. No, but mm -mm. gives zero fucks. Not and I'm one. for that. 
Mm. I missed that. Tamron went in. Woo! You gotta go online. You gotta she go online. Oh, oh, oh yeah, she went all the way in on Scott Bell. Cause and see, cause he was trying to cut her off. She was like, I do this for a living. And what you will not do is come on my show and then try to weasel your way out of this. You said this and you claim you're a Christian, but you're going to say all oh, we're just joking. So what do kids realize that you're joking? And do you think as a Christian that these are the kind of jokes Jeez. you should you should you post? Um Cameron Hall of, ate of his face. And have the word uh, ha and have her place. Looks like the word cunt is behind her. Is that what you should be doing as a conservative Christian? Oh, it was just jokes. But it's not funny. Oh, but I would and I would respond to you on Twitter, uh, but I see you blocked me. Yes. Oh, honey, oh, she oh, oh, went oh. all the way in. Wow. She she punctured her. She she punctured his colon with her fist. I I can't believe you didn't see that legionnaire. No. It was the one of the most amazing. You were in Africa when that happened. That's that was. That's we gotta it, yeah. we gotta catch you up. And it, it happened. It, it happened during the day, so it wasn't mm -hmm. part of the actual convention. It was right, on the right. Tamara Hall show. But it was after. So it was like there. Uh, your top. Your your uh pick for worst speech. Um. I would have to. My pick is is Melania Trump, and, and for a variety of reasons. One, there was no, there was no in to me. There was no sincerity in in what she was saying. Additionally, she changed her story several times. She claimed to have written it herself, which was a bald faced right. lie. Lie. Then, then she claimed she co wrote it which was another ball-faced lie, mm -hmm. you know, and then finally conceded that she had a writer give, recite it to her on the phone. And I don't even believe that. I believe they wrote that shit, gave it to her and said, girl, you need to remember, you need to memorize this or, or be ready to read this shit off the prompter or whatever. So right. yeah, I, I can't with her. I, you know, I respect the fact. I, I even go back. I'll res I respect the fact that she married herself a rich man that's gonna take care of her for the rest of her life or until he gets tired of her ass. But beyond that, girl, I can't be bothered. I can't. With you. I tried. I tried, but I can't. I feel like he's been married to her longer than he's been married to any of his other wives. He has. He has. No, he hasn't. No, he has not. He was married to Ivana Longer. Oh. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. All right. Ultimately, I don't care, but okay. Hey, yeah, like I just, I, I, I okay. Y'all know how I'm about facts. So, I, I uh, do. I understand. I'm I, glad I, you are. I stand, I stand beside myself, corrected. <laughs> and I look at myself and be like, "Bitch, you got corrected." And then I go, "Okay." So, you are all wrong. <laughs> the worst speech of the entire convention season was milwaukee sheriff david clark oh, oh. you know what no no devil that wasn't the worst speech i am going to challenge you because it didn't happen i blocked it out it didn't happen <laughs> it, was, it, was, it didn't happen so stop your lie what what's damn <laughs> no are you giving us a la 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 la? Let me tell la, you something. La, 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 la. When he was talking, I got my men in black uh, pen and I <laughs> went in front of my eyes because it didn't happen. Mm. I challenge you. When he got up there and, you know, was like, there is good news out of Baltimore, whatever 
the rice was acquitted on all charges in the in the malicious prosecution and that was the day that even though she was not uh up for consideration the best speech given so far this year by anyone was miss Mar marilyn, marilyn mosby come on who got up there and read the baltimore police department and their yeah. defense attorneys and the judge for yeah. filth the utter man. Mm. She read them into the gutter. I I watched that read twice because at yeah. first I didn't believe it happened. I said, "This is not what's going on out here in these streets." <laughs> yes, girl. This is some shit. This is some shenanigans. I was like, "This is chicanery." She did not tell all they business. Mm. She, she told all she, they business and then time. She was like, y'all is lies from the pit of hell is what she said. Do y'all need an ointment to treat her? Because she mm. like a rash. She's not going away. Mm. <laughs> right. So, so next category. Uh, best look. Uh, and this is this is about fashion. Oh. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Carla? Okay. So. I'm torn between two Hillary looks. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, I don't think of her. She's not a woman. She's not a high fashion chick. She's a power chick. But the cobalt blue took me, to, took me deep in my spirit. And it was the feather. The hair was so <laughs> deeply feathered and came into uh. a perfect synergy in the back in the cobalt blue suit. And the makeup was perfect. I said, okay, girl, this mm. is your look of the convention. But then that hooker jumped out in that white suit with the fitted pants. Cause you know she don't wear no fitted pants. Mm. She walked out with the same brilliant feather, perfect makeup, the little necklace that she probably has since childhood, and the white suit with the fitted pants. And I said, now I'm torn. I have to go with the cobalt blue though, because okay. it was it was everything. Mm. Clinton Cobalt Blue. All right, uh, John yes. Sebastian. Representative Joyce Beatty <gasps> of Ohio. No devil. Well, all right, all right so Region Air, we will let you give your vote, but <laughs> Joyce Beatty has already won because yes. that's my vote. I couldn't remember her name. But I was looking for her picture. I was Googling Melania Trump knockoff, and then her patch picture came up. So Joyce Betty. Now listen, it's it's the it's because she she did slay in that white dress. First of all, and her gray hair was a beat for the gods. 
But mm-hmm. did she win? What takes mm-hmm. over is the pettiness. Uh, that's the not bad. Well, see, that's why she is also up for consideration potentially for most petty. <laughs> we can oh. you can win in multiple multiple categories <laughs> on this show. Honey, she when she walked out there in that dress, I said, Bob. Oh, Melania was that dress. She I, I, eats. Uh, but see, okay, but see, let me tell you what the real read is. She didn't choose that dress. Her husband did. Her husband did. That's what That's she the says. Reason. <laughs> That's what she says. Mm-hmm. What husband, what black man, what older black man is sitting around and knows enough about dresses in the one week between the Republican and Democratic convention to get his wife this dress, which costs $2,200. I mean, that's just... One, I mean, it's no, not wait a minute. One who is petty. And Thank one, you. One who is and black petty. People, and black people have store, mastered the art of petty. And went to the <laughs> store. Hey, Betty, like, baby. I'm going to need that. What's that dress that Melania had? Y'all know where that dress is? <laughs> <laughs> and some lovely shop girl. Helped him find that dress. Well, I'm just saying, if he happens to be a, a, a suit maker or a suit shop owner, he could get it. But wh- whoever came up with the dress, let's just say that when she put that motherfucker on, it was a wrap. Mm-hmm. Wait, now, did, now, can, can we also talk about her quote when she was asked about the dress? She said, <laughs> well, it's not the same. Melania, Mrs. Trump says she wears a size zero. I wear a 10. Say, like, bitch, I will stab you. I will push you in your face. But, uh, uh, you cannot but say even, this. Uh, but even, even, more, <laughs> even more petty quote, all I know is I use my own words when I wore the dress. Oh, yes. She did yes. say that. Yes, she did. All right, so, John, uh, Legionnaire, who was your vote for most uh, for best look? Um, I too was torn between the white and and the cobalt blue pantsuit of uh, Secretary Clinton, but I, you know, in in this in channeling my 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 inner um, Olivia Pope, I had to go with the white. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm give you I that see one. that. Yes. I I All personally right. feel like there was no losers in this category. No. No. no none. It could be. Well, right. the only loser was that little cable and bit heel that she had on, but we'll let that go. Oh. Right. <laughs> I, and I let it go because, bitch, if I was running all across the country, you know, you know, giving speeches and shit, my, I probably wear a low heel. You know, right. Mother Mother Clinton can't. You, she done already got dizzy and fell down and hit her head somewhere. She can't right. wear right. no heels. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that was, a, that was just fine as right. a shoe. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to kick off the nominations for most petty with <laughs> one vote for one Mr. Rafael Eduardo Cruz. Oh, yes. Because Rafael got up there and was like, y'all think y'all got me, right? Y'all think I'm going to get up here and tow this party line. So they were like, so Mr. Cruz, so what we're going to need you to do is just give a brief speech endorsing Mr. Trump and, you know, just say a few nice things about him and everything will be cool. He was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, everything's cool. We're fine. No problem. I got this. Yeah, okay, I got it. I got you. I got you. So, Mr. Cruz, you just want to make sure, you know, because we haven't seen a copy of your speech. I mean, you know, it's like three days before the convention. No, no, 
okay, that's gonna be fine. I got you. Mm, you ain't gotta worry. And so like, and, and then say they're saying okay. So then like five minutes before, like, but screws. We need to, we need your speech so we can upload it to the teleprompter. No, no, no. I'm I've got it in memory. I got it all up here, right up here in the trap. We are gonna be good. We are gonna get up here. We are gonna be good. That motherfucker opened his mouth. <laughs> and girls was like, cut the mic, cut the mic. Cut the mic. And then they were like, Donald, just walk in. Just walk in and move the attention. Right. I, and you know what? You know, I applaud Petty wherever Petty lives. And that was Petty. That was Petty Central. Mm. Now, I don't yeah, think that you was, have That any, was Petty Coat Junction. I don't think that, was, that was Peter Paul and Petty. That was Petty LaBelle. That, that was Petty Pendergrass. Petty. <laughs> that was Teddy. That was Petty Pendergrass. That was Petty Pendergrass, baby. That was peppermint. That was peppermint Petty. That was yes. peppermint Petty, baby. I I feel like we. I I don't I don't want to speak for anybody, but I don't need to nominate anyone because I think it can be agreed upon that Senator uh, Cruz was the pet not just the pettiest person in this convention cycle but the pettiest person on earth (laughs) (laughs) damn for that day yes yes i i i don't know if anybody is pettier has been pettier since i think much (laughs) like the ozone layer he burned a hole in petty (laughs) that now he only possesses Mm. like he's just there a big ass Petty hole. Cause that was the low downest. That was some low down dirty shit. That was some low (laughs) Now I I have to correct the story from what I understand it. Because the way I understood it is that he actually submitted a speech. A speech. Mm -hmm. But that ain't the speech you gave. That they that they approved. And then he did that old low down, low rented. Well that petty makes it a thousand times more petty. <laughs> this is right. what I'm saying. Right. I don't think there's because anybody else to nominate. They, because they were like, okay, we cool. We cool. You remember all that shit you said about Donald Trump and he said about you? But that was all then, right? That was all then. We was all just kidding. We was all just kicking, right? We, we cool. We, we cool. And, and I got like, cool. He go to speech. I mean, he go to speech. Everything is cool. Everything is cool. And then he get out there and pull something from his jacket pocket and lay that shit right over the teleprompter. <laughs> and, like, and then the people in the throat was like, oh, shit. He done hit us with the motherfucking okey-doke. Here we go. And then they, baby, when Donald Trump came scurrying into the building like a bunch of rats. Like, mm, no, right. dude. Then he's already thrown you under the bus. Yes. It's already happened. So yeah, so set so Senator Cruz by consensus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by consensus, everyone? A- absolutely. Yes. I, I I say yay. Absolutely. All right. So then uh best slogan. Mm. Okay. I'm ready. Uh Don't. John Sebastian, you first. Don't boo, vote. Yeah. Okay. We'll just say vote. Carla. No, 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 no. Don't boo, vote. You gotta put the vote. I'm shorthanding it for my piece of paper. Oh, my bad, okay. Carla. 
I co-sign on John 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 Sebastian. I'm I'm that is mine as well. Legionnaire? Don't vote. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I, I am right now. I, I I feel like it's my acclamation again. Don't <laughs> boo. Vote. Vote. Because I've literally been singing it since yeah. he said it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So then the final question. Is Donald Trump the worst or the worst? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> emphasis, baby, emphasis. <laughs> so let's, let's start with Legionnaire. Is Donald Trump the worst or the worst? I would say he is the worst. I think I think as this campaign goes on, I feel like he does he does shit. This is what I think. I think at the end of the day, he did not foresee himself getting this far. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I think, and I think now that he has, he's doing shit for, he's doing shit to get thrown out. But the shit, but but it's already rolling. He can't stop. Right. He can't. He can't stop the momentum because the more outrageous shit he does, somehow it just doesn't stick because it's just crazy. There's no way that you can tell me that somehow in his twisted head, mind. Now believe, now mind you, I think the man is twisted. But you can't. I, it, I just can't fathom that he would get on on in front of a microphone and insinuate that the solution to the issues dealing with his opponent would be to assassinate her. Hmm. Yeah. So yes, he is. I would say the worst. Carla. Is Donald Trump the worst or the worst? He is the worst because he is the epitome of white privilege. Mm. He is the mm. epitome, the alpha and the omega, the wheel oh inside God. the wheel mm. of white Jesus. privilege. You're talking my language. You're talking my mm. language. Because he doesn't have he the problem is he doesn't see one problem with what he says mm. he has been saying this shit for 72 years yep yeah. and this is the first time in his entire life not even in the primaries this is the first time in his life he has been called to task on his language and he has absolutely no ability to step back and say, I need to apologize. This is a man who has not apologized yet for one thing he has said that was offensive. Mm -hmm. And the offense is, um, in is sexual in, orient, in nature, racial, economic, just people with disabilities. Like it's across the board. Mm. The only people he doesn't offend are old white men. So in that he is the worst. 
John Sebastian, Donald Trump, the worst or the worst? He is the worst. And I'm going to tell you, for me, it for a minute, I was wavering between the worst and the worst. Because I was like, mm-hmm. you know, there's one person in modern history who might be worse than him, Hitler. Um, oh. But I was like, but Hitler, while Hitler was, the, he was bad, he was a pretty bad bastard. Um, he, he did not have as big a stage mm-hmm. as Donald Trump does. We didn't have the 24-hour news cycle, the instantaneous mm-hmm. news cycle, you know, when Hitler rose to power. Now, you know, Donald Trump farts and doesn't, you know, excuse himself, and that fart's heard all over the world. Um, just today, for example, you want to talk about how, you know, he accused President Obama, of all people, <laughs> of, of founding, founding ISIS. ISIS. Mm. Mm-hmm. The organization right. that was around before he became president, mm-hmm. right? Sort of like you know, sort of like people accusing the president of doing a bad job during Hurricane Katrina, or you know, just just the, the mere. I, I swear to God, if they could figure out a way, if Donald Trump could figure out a way to make President Obama responsible for Abraham Lincoln's assassination, he would. Um, mm-hmm. so. For me, it's it's a combination of the white privilege, of the the smugness, the 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 lack of respect for anyone that is not a not just a white male, mm. but an old old. A, a old rich, as in one per, as in the one percenters, of which I really don't think that he's in because I think he's in overinflating his numbers. He um, is. You know, white men mm. trying to make up for their teeny, teeny, weeny, peeny. Mm. So I think that Donald Trump is the worst. Yep. I think that Donald Trump is the worst <laughs> because I think that he is exactly where he wanted to be. Donald Trump has been given everything in his life and has never had to pay any consequence. So the only thing that Donald Trump is having any trouble over is the fact that everyone is not completely rolling over to his foolishness. Mm. So I believe that he is exactly where he thought he was going to be legionnaire. I think he really does see himself as president because there's no one around him to tell him uh, differently. His children certainly aren't. His wife certainly isn't because, you know, her ass will be back to on a train to Guadalajara, Mexico, uh, Slovakia, wherever the fuck she came from mm. before the words finished leaving her throat. So, um, so no, I think he is the worst because he is, he is what everyone else around him isn't. Everyone else in the Republican Party 
is becoming clear they never truly believed all of the absolutely vile, hateful, and racist things that they are saying. And mm-hmm. I think Donald Trump absolutely does believe them, which mm-hmm. makes him the worst because you know how you always say it? I don't know if it's worse for you to have these hateful opinions or not have them really and do them. It's absolutely worse to really believe all of that bullshit because you can never come back from that. If you are like, well, I was just, you know, doing whatever the party line. Other people, not me, can forgive you. Other people can forgive you. But if you absolutely believe these things, you are a hundred times worse. So that is why he is the worst. And those Republicans are jumping off that ship like drowning rats. Mm. And they're jumping off the drowning ship, not because they necessarily don't believe. I mean, they're jumping off the ship because of political expediency. And, you know, they're like, oh, girl, well, I mean, you know, yeah, we hate Negroes and Mexicans, but I'm just saying you can't just say you can't just say that in public. I mean, this is a polite right. society. We exactly. can talk about that at the country club, but you can't actually say that in front of their face. Can you imagine that? Imagine if Consuela actually knew that I hated her guts and wanted her deported. Imagine that. Who would clean my house and watch my kids and pick my fruit? Hmm. So that's why he's the worst. The so anyway, worst. let's wrap this up. So um, let's uh, have a quick uh, uh, thing. How will you all spend election, je- election day? 30 seconds, Carla. Uh, I'm going to give me a bucket of chicken and some vodka. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be glued to the television mm-hmm. on election day all day long. All right. If I have events, I'm calling off. <laughs> right. John Sebastian? I'm going to get me about a hundred wings from Buffalo Wild Wings, a mm-hmm. bottle of Prosecco, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna watch the returns. And when the returns come in, as I think they will, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna kiss the hubby, send him to bed because it's gonna be a long night. And I'm gonna drink the rest of my Prosecco and eat my chicken wings and dance around my 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 living room like I ain't got no damn sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. John Sebastian. I'm going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings and buy myself. <laughs> oh, no, 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 sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Legionnaire? <laughs> Excuse That's me. That's that old time is kicking in. <laughs> All right. Uh, it sure is. Ooh, I'm going I'm going do my civic duty and I'm going to stay up and, and watch the watch history be made yet again at yeah. which time I'm going to hug and kiss my daughter even though she would be repulsed at being <laughs> hugged by, by an adult in all her 13 year old evilness I'm still going to hug her and kiss her and love her and let her know that yes you know this is something that she can aspire to if she could only pull herself together <laughs> <laughs> You too can be president of the United States if you stop fucking up. <laughs> if you would right. just do your homework without me cussing you out. Right. <laughs> so, I would usually do exactly what you all described, but in doing that in 2008, I missed a momentous event. And I would have loved to have been downtown on U Street 
um, with everyone celebrating. And although this will be special to me when Hillary wins, it won't nearly be as, it'll be like a consolation prize. So it'll be like, this is better than nothing, you know, so I don't want to miss it this time. So I plan to be where the people are. Mm -hmm. I plan to be out among the people at a bar watching the returns. And once they call the election for Hillary, I want to celebrate in the street for about 20 minutes and then walk three <laughs> blocks to my car. Because in anticipation of this, I will have parked far away so that I can get home as quickly as possible. And that's what I want to do, because I really do regret that, you know, I did not go. I mean, I was all in for Obama, but, it, you know, it, for whatever reason, it just didn't occur to me to be out in the club, you know, or in the bar having cocktails, you know, on the street, you know. So I, I want to have that experience at least once. And it, it's definitely a momentous occasion, but, I'm you know, I'm just going to keep it real. I mean, the election of the first woman president doesn't mean... I don't want to say it doesn't mean as much to me, but it's just it was just a much more special moment when Barack Obama became president. And I will be incredibly happy when Hillary wins, but I ain't going to be beside myself like I was when Barack won. Mm. And as a black woman, I will actually mm -hmm. agree with you. I agree with you. I'm black first. So that was way more important. But this is still a thing. It's a it's a step toward equality for all of us. Definitely. And any children that I have, boys or girls, will grow up knowing that there is really no limitation. Because my children are almost certainly going to be black, so they will know that a black person can be president. And if they're, if they're girls, they know that a woman can be president, too. Mm -hmm. yep. Now, when Michelle Obama runs for president, that'll all oh. be over, because then a black woman will win. And then, you know, the shit will just be over then. Well, y'all just right. gonna have to resuscitate me because I'm gonna die. So I'm gonna need somebody to be standing around with the shock pad. Like, who? Get her? Because right. I will go down. Oh, Jesus! And then it's over. So I think we're all on pretty firm ground in, in agreeing that Hillary will win. So yes. how do we think Donald Trump will react? He said it. He said, I'm not gonna be fake like these other losers. I'm, if I lose, you won't see me anymore. Oh, thank God. So <laughs> there, will be, there will be something else to celebrate. Yes. He has already said he will not do a concession speech. How do I think he's going to respond? I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't try to have uh, Hillary knocked off. He already said it? Didn't he say it yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> So I would not be surprised. Let's hope not, because I don't, I mean, I don't really want Milk Toast to become president. Mm. <laughs> Tim K. <laughs> you leave my he seems like a He seems like um, a lovely uh, I love my uncle. soccer coach. Uncle Tim K. Somebody but y'all sleeping on Tim K. You, if, if you notice, every race that he's been in, he's won. Somebody on Facebook put up, they were like, Tim Kaine is like that uncle you invite to barbecues and don't nobody want to sit with him because he keeps talking. Wow. I was like, I was like, bless his heart though, he's so cute. But he but y'all know he blacker than all he but he ain't blacker than all of us, but uh he got he got a little bit of street cred. Mm. He got a lot of street cred. 
So I, y'all stop sleeping. Don't. He might be boring, but you know what? <laughs> he I, do. I, I, I bet you he can play spades, though. I, ble- I bet you can play spades. No, no, he, no, no, no. See, you you think it's too low level. He played big whist. I don't think no. I don't. I don't know if he plays big whist, but I know he at least <laughs> plays spades. No, he. No, he want to sit at the table talking about. Five no downtown. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. You just follow me. You know his. You know he got look. Okay, so and I always bring it back to where we grew up. We got some friends from growing up that I swear to God they are blacker than I will ever be. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm thinking he falls in the unzicker mode. Okay. <laughs> Just early. I don't know if that's possible, but okay. Cause, yeah, because she is pretty. Because that's that's rule. That's 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 blacker than you know half of the people on this panel. Uh. <laughs> okay, well maybe not. Okay, maybe Antonio Black. Oh yes. Okay, I'll buy that. Okay. 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 Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because well, Tim, Uncle Tim, after he starts talking for a minute, he starts playing the dozens. Yeah. I'm like. You really are doing an imitation of Donald Trump in this speech at the DNC. I can't with your baby shade. I can't deal with you. Baby shade. Like, well, I will say, look, I will say that, you know, and, and all joking aside, Tim Kaine is an amazing politician. Yeah. And he is a decent dude. And mm-hmm. from, from, you know, and he married, and even though he married a Republican, he married a decent. I mean, her family is beyond reproach, mm. but I think that I think this is another winning combination. I'm just mad that it ain't Uncle Joe. I'm gonna go and put that out there. Though. I think I think we can all like we were all sitting there like I know you grieving Uncle Joe, but come on, <laughs> come on, run. The whole country will support you. I think we were all rocking back and forth like that. Oh, I was I was moaning Negro spirituals. I don't lie. Uh, but I, I I don't think we I, I think we did okay with um, I, Hill yeah, and, and right. Timmy, Uncle Timmy. <laughs> so uh, what does the future hold? So this last question, uh, and each each one of you will be allowed one minute of uninterrupted time, exactly one minute, one minute, and I will be buzzering you in. So what does the future hold for this country? Uh, John Sebastian, your one minute begins now. We have a lot to undo from the past eight years of racism and misogyny and dealing with that along with dealing with the systemic racism and actually the the systemic issues in this country, not just racism, although that's a primary one, but voting rights and women's rights and children's rights and LGBTQIA rights um, have to be addressed. And we got our roost, our chickens are coming home to roost and we got to deal with this stuff. Otherwise it's going to destroy us, not only as a nation, but as a people. So I think we have cleanup work to do. I'm done. All right, 44 seconds. Carla, your one minute starts now. I actually feel very hopeful about the nation. I feel hopeful because the majority of people, as the polls say now, are voting more, are leaning more towards Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party, 
which is the picture of inclusivity at this point. And I think that until we admit that America is not inherently white, that American culture is not um, Eurocentric, and that it is truly a melting pot, um, we won't grow. And I think we're on the path to growth. I think having the first black president, having a female president, um, I think these are signs that we are starting to do the work. I think the DOJ report from Baltimore today is a sign that we as a culture are ready to move forward and do the work. So I'm feeling hopeful right now about America. All right. One minute exactly. Legionnaire, your minute starts now. Um, I think that uh, I think that if things go as I feel that they should, um, electing our first uh, woman president, um, I think that we stand to be in a position to really and truly address some of the social challenges that we've faced in this country. Uh, I too am hopeful that we are able to do this. I think we've come to a place now where this stuff can't be ignored anymore. And what we're having, what we're seeing now, at least to some degree, is more, um, more desire for discussion more desire to have these things move forward and hopefully will lead to a change positive change amen and my minute starts now um i'm hopeful for the future as well i think that um for a number of reasons barack obama wasn't able to get things done because he had the weight of history on his shoulders and he can't come in he couldn't come in and wreck shop until it was, you know, too late for them to really do anything about it. So, you know, the first uh, term was about, you know, maintaining or just maintaining and getting through. And the second term was like, I give zero fucks about what you think because you can't really do anything about it. So um, there's good and bad uh, with that. But I think Hillary will be able to come in and be like, you know what, fuck y'all. Here's what we're going to do. And she's mm. going to be able to do that from day one. So a white woman will save us, is what I'm saying, I guess. <laughs> well, no, Donald Trump will save us because the whole Republican ticket from the top down is crumbling because he's an actual demagogue. So. Okay, yes, that too. <laughs> All right, so kids, uh, I want to thank you all for a wonderful show. That was fun. It was good catching up, you know, in the middle of the summer. And uh, yeah, that was fun. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having well, me. Well, we didn't have you, but it was good for you, uh, good of you to be on the show. Oh, yeah, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Carla, so, honey, look, Carla, honey, uh, you know, uh, can I see you for a moment over here? Thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, reality streams on Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. Episodes are available to download Thursdays via poppychilloradio.com slash archives and, and iTunes. New episodes will be available when we come back on September the 1st. 
So that's exciting. You know, we're going to have uh, some uh, some interesting things to talk about. I'm sure we'll have even more to talk about uh, as the election wears on. I personally am not looking forward to, I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. Or I'm Hillary Clinton and I approve this message. I'm going to have lost my shit by November the 8th. I'm just telling you that so you can like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash PCR reality and you can follow us on Twitter at PCR reality. You can also follow Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr and YouTube at Poppy Chulo Radio. You can support reality and Poppy Chulo Radio by going to GoFundMe.com slash Poppy Chulo Radio and you can email us via Poppy via reality at poppychuloradio.com with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns. And if you're interested in joining the Poppy Chulo radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor, you can email us at talent at poppychuloradio.com. So, Carla, uh, as our uh, special guest co-host, tell the kids how they can get in contact with you. You know, the Twitters, the Instagrams, the blogs, the Facebooks, the whatevers. So you can start following my uh, new blog site, which will be connected to my new upcoming show on Hobby Chulo Radio, High T T E A Web WordPress.com. You can also get to me at Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Carla dot Stillwell S T I L L W E L L. I am Ms. Stillwell on Twitter and Ms. Stillwell60649 because that's my hood on yeah. the IG. So please <laughs> get to me. Uh, John Sebastian? I can be reached on the Book of Faces at Unofficial Colon, John Sebastian, and on the Twitters at GSJ612. Great. Uh, Legionnaire. Ooh, okay. The kids can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at Legion Onyx. Um, and on the Book of Faces, my handle is Legionnaire Onyx. Uh, get at me. Great. And you can reach me via my new website, which is finally <laughs> up and running, although it has not officially debutted yet. <laughs> it reached me at www.domonyx.com. Other than my website, you can also reach me on Twitter and Instagram at domonyx, on Facebook forward slash domonyx, and the Tumblr at vdomonyx.tumblr.com So everyone say goodnight to the kids. Night night kids. Good night chillins. I'll be to say darling. Good night everyone and we will see you back here on September the 1st. Thanks for listening to Reality. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.